Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey Siri, give me H-Town Soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. Okay, and we'll wrap things up with one question on Zoom in English from Billy Mears from Dynamo Theory. Go ahead, Billy. Hey, Coach, how's it going? Good. We saw Pasher get the goal tonight, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on the younger players getting some minutes, and especially against uh, the competition like that. I'm not sure if you answered that already, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, look, uh, the younger players, uh, they've been doing really well, and I always say that whenever uh, whenever they show in training that uh, they can help first team win games, they will get opportunities. And, and it's about uh, them also on a playing field perform. So I think today it was, it was a great show by, by the young guys, the guys that played, the guys that came on. I think they took the opportunity really well and, and it will make uh, my job more difficult, right? They're, they're pushing the guys ahead of them to to don't drop their performance because uh, they're doing well and that's a great great thing to have in our group uh, competition. It's, it, it will just drive us, our performance uh, going higher and higher. All right, Paul, thank you very much for that. Uh, guys, thank y'all for sticking around and uh, appreciate your, your time. What up, Page Town? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura, and finally, we are all back. All the original hosts are here. So I'm joined by Christian Butalias. Yo, geez, what's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome. And Rodrigo Segura, what's up, bro? What's going on? What's going on, everyone? Hope everybody's good. Yeah, not too bad. It feels like it's been a long break, right? I think uh, it's been a bit since we've seen the Dynamo play in an MLS match, but that's going to all change uh, this weekend. And before we get started, there was uh, Houston Dynamo Charities Cup was back uh, this weekend when uh, Dynamo ended up beating Atletico San Luis 1-0. I'm sure none of y'all got to catch this game. I don't know. Christian probably didn't, and I don't know if they even showed it anywhere else Rodrigo for you to even watch it but overall it was a good match I mean it was what we expected um in the beginning of this recording you'll hear uh Billy's question to Nagamura at the press conference is kind of mentioning like the young guys so to me the, the main thing here was to you know get some minutes for the young guys so we actually got to see 23 players uh get some action basically the uh, uh all 11 that started then uh, another, then I think uh, in the minute 30th, um, Marcelo Palomino came in, and then he got out for uh, Brooklyn Reigns, got a little bit, I think about 15 minutes or so. Um, with that being said, guys, uh, does your what are your thoughts on, on this Cherry Cups or Friendlies, period? Uh, Christian, you want to go first? I know you didn't get to watch it, but just in uh, general. Yeah, I saw, like, bits, you know, the second half. I didn't get to watch at all the first half. But I think, it, I mean, it was a good – 
it, you know, when you have a time off like that, I think it's a good idea to, to throw in, sprinkle in a game. And being, you know, with a Mexican team probably made it even better just because, you know, it brings you that familiarity. Ooh, that's a tough word. Familiarity, uh, you know, with Mexican teams just because competition-wise, you know, if we ever get to go to, like, Champions League and, you know, other tournaments like that, we're, we're able to to play teams similar to those, I guess, in a way. You know, just because it's Mexican, I guess it brings that. I was like, oh, every Mexican team is going to play like this one type of familiarity to it. But, you know, it's just a, a good thing to put the name of the Dynamo out there. And, you know, San Luis is not like a giant name, uh, like, you know, Tigres, Pachuca, whatever it may be that we're playing somewhere else in the state. But, you know, it's, it's a good showing. And, you know, it had a good a hood meaning, a, a hood meaning, a good meaning behind it. You know, they did some charity work on the side. You know, they were, I saw that the players from San Luis were like, you know, f- making sandwiches and stuff like that. So it's a good thing to, to, you know, have those types of partnership. And at the end of the day, like Paulo said, you know, he was able to have a thousand guys out there on the field and, you know, maybe we get to see new faces, learn people that don't watch Dynamo those get to learn new names and, you know, just stuff like that. I think it's a good opportunity for, for the young guys to prove themselves and show themselves to the coach and the coaching staff. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned Dynamo Dos. They were a part of this uh, weekend's doubleheader uh, right before the, the Charities Cup kicked off. Uh, the team, the guys, just a quick recap that, I mean, there is a Dynamo Dos or Dynamo Tuesday out there for you guys to read that has even more information. But the guys have played very well, but ended up losing uh, 1-0. Tough loss because it was an early, well, actually it was a PK call. That was a little bit questionable. Um, so that's what gave the uh, Sporting KC2 the win. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, in this Cherries Cup, we got to see a few guys from Dynamo those. You know, obviously we know about Beto Avila getting a bunch of playing time. Again, Marcelo Palomino, Brooklyn Reigns. Um, what's his name? Mikel Santos, is that the center Santos. back? Yeah, he got he got to play some, uh, some minutes. Um, so it was... Good to see a little combination and just, you know, maybe, oh, and Ethan Barlow played like defensive midfielder uh, for, you know, the beginning of the match. So got to see some of the guys kind of play different positions and, uh, and you know, see kind of where, where they can get better as the, uh, as the uh, season kicks off again. And, I mean, you really think about it, and less than a month from now, the uh, transfer window is going to up and up open up again so you know everybody's kind of fighting for a spot and Rodrigo your thoughts on that man you know the the uh, obviously we know Hector Herrera's coming uh we expect maybe other pieces to move whether you know you mentioned in the last episode whether they're leaving or coming uh you need to make room for that roster man yeah and definitely like this charity cup against uh Mexican league side I think those are like great showcases um just so we can you know see what Mexican teams can bring to the MLS to a team like Dynamo and you know same thing if we got a Lego player so they want to go play in the MLS I mean in the uh, Mexican league um, you know it's a good it works both ways and you know building that relationship with a team like San Luis and you know knowing other avenues that they can potentially go I feel like this you know this games are that's kind of what they're for you know kind of showcase and also at the same time um, trying to get everybody back in shape uh, or not getting back in shape, but, you know, um, keep that momentum going for them. Um, so I think it's a catch the game. I was over here in Dallas um, just chilling. Had to stick with hockey this time around. 
because apparently that's what's going on in my world. That's a sport. <laughs> it's that similar. Be... It's it's similar to <laughs> to soccer, just in eyes and sticks. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Indoor soccer. Indoor um, soccer. <laughs> that's tight. But no, I mean, th- these are great things, you know, and hopefully the Dynamo can um, bring maybe one one new face uh, other than uh, Herrera. And who knows, maybe we'll we'll see some players um, leaving early this season. We know there's a rumor out there that um, it might be me. Per sources who are probably us. Yeah, trust me, bro. But, um, I mean... No, yeah, but we definitely need to strengthen that um, right side or wings. Yeah, and I was going to say to the Cherry Cup. Uh, yeah, no, playing Atlético San Luis is it was a little interesting just because you know they tend to play well, not necessarily bigger teams in this Charity Cup, but it was a team that didn't bring a lot of people to the stadium for sure. You know, for Dynamo Dos, it was pretty empty, and then for the Cherry Cup, it probably was a fourth of the stadium, so it was. Not a lot of people, not a lot of people covering it. We actually got lucky enough to be, you know, have three of our guys from Dynamo Theory covering the the matches, both matches. Uh, it was Billy, uh, Manny, and myself uh, out there. Um, we pretty much just hanged out with, with all the Dynamo communications team. Uh, and then just to give a shout out to, you know, the, the newbies, I guess, uh, being the uh, Dynamo faithful. Uh, with their podcast uh, out there getting an opportunity as well um, to cover the team, uh, you know, via the media. But guys, you mentioned a little bit of Fafa. Uh, you know, we don't know what it's happening with him. Uh, Rodrigo, we touched a little bit on this. But, okay, my question to you guys, or Christian, I guess, to begin with, like, are you okay if Fafa leaves? Uh, short answer, yes. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, do you want an explanation? Or yeah, definitely, want... man. Just yeah. build up I mean, on it well, a little bit. I mean, he was our best player last season. I think that's that's an easy one there. And I, you know, a short answer, I said yes, but I think uh, he could be a lot more useful than what he has been. He, we know the talent that he has. We know the the capability, cap, capabilities, capabilities, the capabilities that he has. You know, to to be fast on the wing, to maybe create uh, a game of counterattacking that maybe not other players can have or, or do, do have in the Dynamo. Most of our, our wingers tend to be, well, I mean, Fafa's fast. It's not that the other guys are slow. It's just that Fafa is extra fast, you know? So Fafa has that that plus, which, yeah, go, would, ahead, go ahead. No, and I was going to say, would you consider him like a one-trick pony? I mean, it sounds disrespectful, but this the, that's the one thing that most people exploit of him which is his speed. It's like that, that guy that just went to Barcelona um, that, you know, puts baby oil in his arms because he's ginormous and people try to grab him. Then I, th- I mean, the, they're, I think they're on the same, like sounds bad saying skill set level because it's, you know, I'm not playing, <laughs> you know, but I guess we're just giving our opinions as, as amateurs mm-hmm. and, you know, as, as no, and I mean, we noticed, or whatever. like you but, said, you know, uh, Last year, he was our best player, yeah. scored 10 goals. It seemed like a lot of it was going his way. Um, but I feel the gameplay was very similar. You know what I mean? Like, he's doing the same thing he was doing last year, but it was working last yes. year, if that makes sense. Exactly. And and last year was a completely different team, you know? Nagamura came in with a different style of play, more possessive, not just, you know, throw the ball and run type deal. 
And I, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know if Fafa fits. I don't know if Fafa fits the, the, you know, the, the way that he wants to play. Cause yeah, Fafa, you know, like I said, we, we kind of said it, you know, being a one trick pony in a way, you know, he just runs, tries to cut in and then take shots. Um, but then again, he hasn't been doing that much either. You know, like he hasn't done a lot of cutting, a lot of uh, centros, a lot of, you know, crosses or anything like that. And it's just one of the things that he has been missing, in my opinion. And why have the speed if you're not going to, you know, quote unquote, use it properly in a way, you know? Yeah, um, Rodrigo, yeah, definitely touch on that, man. I'm, what what Christian said was dead on. I think uh, the thing that we miss is that he doesn't cross the ball when it needed to be crossed. And and I don't know if you kind of see it the same way or not. I mean, we've talked about this a little bit before um, when we mentioned that having Fafa and his speed and as fast as he is, anytime he's on the attack, nobody has time to like join him in the attack. So he usually never finds anybody open per se. And if anything, the style of Nagamura, the way he's been playing, um, it's kind of killing uh Ferreira of like what he can do you know it limits him and we've seen that when they both started uh Fafa on the left wing and Ferreira as the uh, main striker he Ferreira doesn't do much just because he's outpaced by Fafa and he can't really ever get that many touches or um, shots on goal but when we've seen them when he's gone with like a kind of two striker mentality um uh, Ferreira has done really well and I, I feel like you know that that's probably why Nagamura has been questionable with him on whether he starts or not I feel like it's kind of taken some points out of Fafa just because we can utilize his speed and we do have a good number nine that can score and you know he's proven that but I, I feel like as of right now it's kind of hurting uh, Nagamura's style of play I, I can see him not really fitting into this group anymore um, it was good back then when he was our guy that, hey, send him the long ball. Um, he'll catch up to it. Um, now Nagamura's more of the possession. Let's play from the back. Let's, you know, play from our left backs more, build up the play. And then Herrera coming in, he's going to slow down the game even more. Um, so is he going to fit with a speed guy? I, you know, either teams are going to have to play a really good offside trap or just kind of play more deep. And at this point, you know, if you can't, if you're getting, what, two successful crosses a game and, you know, Fafa is probably not one of those getting the cross, like you're not really giving anything else more helpful to this team. Yeah. I feel you're just kind of another player on the on the field running around. And defensively, I mean, he does what he needs to do to get back. But our defense has been pretty solid, depending on who we have, that they can kind of um, get rid of those problems. I wouldn't say easily, but they can manage it without needing, you know, your uh, your wings to come back and defend all the time. They can at least stay midway where, where, you know, we can build up play still and not having to kill somebody just running up and down the field. Yeah, I love the fact how you mentioned Hector Herrera because I thought the same thing. You know, if, if the tempo, sorry, you know, a slow tempo, it's going to get even more, not slow, but, you know, the, the control of the ball is going to definitely be more on the midfield. Um, and Falf is going to suffer from that for sure. You know, unless their mindset is to, which I don't believe it is, but the man, mindset of them is to keep the ball and just play long. I don't, that's not the way it's going to work. And 
it's sad to say because I think on paper, especially, um, Fafa's your best winger, right? You know, compared to Corey Baird and uh, Tyler Pasher, which to me, he's still a perfect super sub. And I think he should continue to be a super sub for us. Beto Avila is doing his case. You know, he's been starting. Uh, he has a lot of, he showed some flashes of, of what the potential he may have. But it opens up, and you know, with this whole, you know, question of what what is happening with Fafa, it opens up the door for a, for sure another winger to come out here because we know Thiago too is another guy that doesn't seem he's not a speedy guy by any means either. He's not gonna beat <laughs> defenders just but pure speed, guys. But uh, Christian, do you want to add anything else on this? I think we've pretty much touched. On on the on yeah. Fafa and all these transfers. Just just a it. quick number on Fafa. I mean, in twelve games that he has played, he only has two goals and one assist. You know, coming from a guy that you have him on the wing to literally assist your you know your number you know your franchise number nine, one assist in twelve games kind of you know speaks volumes to the things that he hasn't been able to do. Basically, you know, you want him to be the provider. You want him to be. Um, that maybe the second one to be scoring goals. And, you know, at this point, he only has two goals, one assist, you know, and then I know some of the guys love XGs and, and all that stuff, but his XG is 3.1. So that's how many he's expected to do. You know, I don't know if it's per game or per 90 minutes, uh, that the way they count that, but, you know, he only has two goals in the whole season, you know, and I mean, yeah, I mean, if he, if they, if he moves on, if they move him on, you know, it's one of those things is like, well, you know, thank you so much for, for your service. Thank you for, for, you know, having, you know, being the bright light and what it was last season and a terrible dark time for the Dynamo. And, you know, we appreciate you, but obviously when it comes to this sport, when it comes to this game, when it comes to the business of soccer nowadays, you know, if you don't show results, unfortunately you're going to have to move on. And, and if he can find, you know, a better place to fit, then, you know, best of luck, you know, wherever you're, you're going, I guess, you know. Yeah, and I think that goes for a lot of guys, you know, you know, you want to be happy and, and enjoy your game. And I think the more frustrated you get, I mean, that goes for all of us, right? The workplace, wherever you're at, um, yeah. you just, it, it just keeps making it worse. You know, it, sometimes it's hard to come from that. And we've seen players like a Memo Rodriguez, because to, to me, you know, yes, Memo has been there and like maybe hasn't gotten an assist or a goal, but he's been very consistent this year. I think he's been one of the, overall kind of like i mean he's his rating is probably like a five or a six average uh but i think he's been very consistent for his team and i feel you need a player like that especially as a, for fafa and you know he talking about that fact that he just does a great job of beating everybody on the left but his weak foot is pretty weak that it's hard for him to get a good cross in so um that's another factor too that kind of works against him and to add with what um, Christian was saying with the stats um, and kind of what I was kind of saying is Fafa is so fast that he's been caught off size 10 times. The second guy to that is Corey Baird at four. And then after that, it's only two. So it just kind of tells you like playing this long ball, it's not going to work for um, Nagamura. You know, you can't really try to do that to a team with a guy that has a lot of pace. You rather have to build up the play and, yeah, I mean, Fafa has done great, but it also says a lot about this new Dynamo team where last year he was probably our best player. Now he's probably maybe a third, fourth best player that we have, which is good. That just means we're improving the team. Um, 
you know, maybe not good for him on paper, obviously, and what he wants to get out of his career um, here with the with the Dynamo. And I'm sure he's probably frustrated as well at that. But, you know, Ferreira, Quintero, Coco, now Herrera coming in, I feel like he's slowly being left behind on what he could bring to this team and where the expectations are set as well. Yeah, and I mean, I think this has been a great conversation, but we'll go ahead and move on to the weekend match, which uh, we'll see the Dynamo travel to Orlando uh, to play Orlando City uh, Saturday. One more thing. June 18th. Yes. Uh, go for it. Go for La- last one for me. <laughs> I didn't see your hand. My <laughs> no, bad. I apologize. You're good. You're good. You're good. Sorry. No, but I'm just saying that we're we're basically talking like Fafa is actually moving away. But, you know, in the case that he doesn't, I think Fafa could still, you know, this whole second part of the season, you know, the back end of the season, I think he can still provide, you know, that much needed assist and goals that we being, you know, Ferreira being the number one and maybe Thor right behind him. But I think, you know, Fafa has enough quality and has enough, you know, whatever it may be skills to, to, you know, put his numbers up. So it's not like we're just trashing Fafa, you know, we're just saying that his first half of the season has been, has been, you know, not good. So. Hopefully yeah. it turns out okay. For sure. And I think it's the fact that we're seeing the, apart from him not necessarily moving like right now, this is, you know, he has, his contract ends in December. It, this just yeah. can be that this is his season. You know, this is the, his last season with the team. And, yeah. uh, you know, we, we got to interview him in the beginning of the season and he was excited to be here and he was hoping to sign a longer contract and it didn't happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of, it's a build up from there because, you know, again, he was the MVP and he is far from that right now. But that doesn't say that he isn't in the plans. Maybe, you know, there's other issues that, you know, the team, it's not necessarily being transparent. And maybe it's personal stuff that, you know, we're not going to be ever told what is happening. Um, but it, it, it's just what we get to see engage from the field. That's, you know, what we're, what we're, you know, mentioning. And like, like you said, we're not trashing him by any means i think he's a he's a great player but right now like in the scheme of things it's just not working for for either whether it be the him himself in his uh individual stats or the team and for sure um when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. But again, I'll, I'll move to the uh, this weekend match coming up. Uh, the Houston Dynamo travel to uh, Florida. Uh, they will face Orlando City on Saturday, June 18. Game is at 630. Uh, you know, Orlando, pretty good team. A lot of people actually wanted that coach to go uh, and become the uh, Dynamo coach at one point. 
I was kind of against it being that it was an FC Dallas, you know, uh, I guess former coach. Um, but Orlando City, man, a team that right now they're standing uh, fifth in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, fifth with 21 points. So it's going to be a fun match for sure, you know, playing in Orlando. I don't think uh, the Dynamo have faced Orlando a bunch of times. Um, no more Nani, obviously. They still have a lot of players like, uh, is his name uh, Facundes? Is that, is that his name? The Uruguayan guy that they have? Is that I'm trying I'm not, the one that went to Orlando? Yes. Yeah. It's I mean, bad. Orlando has a bunch of great players. You know, I, it, you know, they have a lot of internationals from South uh, America that play very well. Yeah, they do. <laughs> no, like, I don't. I don't. I don't see Fagundes. Oh, you didn't see Fagundes? No, not Fagundes. I said uh, that's like Fag- from Miami. Mendes. Mendes. Is it Mendes? They have Pato. No, I'm tripping. Oh, yeah, they, they do have duck. Pato. You're right. They have a duck. Oh my God, what's his name? <laughs> no, I'm like blanking. I thought his name was Facundo. Torres. Facundo, Torres. Facundo Torres. Facundo. Facundo. Yeah, that's his. His first name is Facundo. I was thinking like his last name was. But they have a lot of good players. Uh, you know, I think it's a team that it's. It was good that the Dynamo definitely got some uh, international or friendly because I was said Colorado too that they played like all their first team starters for their you know for the next uh, what's it called MLS Next Pro just so that they could get in rhythm again which is kind of crazy and I didn't even see that scoreline I bet they probably trash whoever they played um, but anyways uh, guys this should be a good one. You know, for the guys, uh, we've done decent in the road games for sure. You know, uh, as, as it had been a long time since we had since we had seen a couple wins and and draws away. But uh, Christian, man, we'll start with you. Your thoughts on just this match, man? Like, you yes. know, kind of what you're expecting. Uh, I know W's are not always a thing, but man, what are you what? feeling? In this case, I was just kind of going through Orlando's page and kind of seeing what you know what they have. They're in a pretty good spot when it comes to uh, to the table. They're in fifth place in the in the East. I don't know if he said that or not, but um, they uh, they I got distracted by Astro. Uh, they they have lost more games at home that they, they have won. I thought so, that was you your know, dog for some reason. My bad. I was like, Christian got a dog. All right, my bad. <laughs> no, nah, I got four kids, but no dog yet. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, no, like they they have won three games at home and they've lost four of them. Um, and also, well, I mean, you know, that that happens, you know, to some to some teams. Uh, they lost to Cincinnati, LAFC. So, so uh, second point, point number two, is that they have three games, you know, in in a week basically. So they actually play tomorrow, then they play us Saturday, and then they have another game, you know, mid midweek, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me see here. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, six fifteen, and then six eighteen, and then six twenty-four. Is that six days in between? Yeah, because they play on. It'd be Friday. It'd be Saturday okay. and Friday. Yeah. So it's it's kind of close, but the yeah. point is that you know they play tomorrow and then they play. You know they have a quick turnaround on Saturday against us. So it could be you know if I was them, you know I would play my my eight my starters basically against New England. You know being and like same division, same, uh, you know, uh, same side of the Mississippi same conference. Yeah, same, for sure. Same conference. I couldn't think of the word. So I just went <laughs> with the same side of the Mississippi, but you know, same, uh, same conference rival, you know, that those usually turn into, you know, six point matches. 
And then, you know, you got the dynamo who a lot of people look down upon. You're at home. Maybe you're a little bit more comfortable. Maybe you play, you know, your second strings. And, and you know, we are coming, you know, full force, you know, coming from it from a week and a half of chilling, basically. And then, you know, a San Luis game that was, you know, a preview to, to get ready, get physically fit and all that. And maybe, you know, we could surprise Orlando. You know, the last time we went to Florida, we had a good a good day. Uh, a good night after, you know, three hours of uh, showers. Uh, but hopefully, you know, this trip to Orlando can can give us another another happy day in Orlando. I mean, we're going to Orlando. Who doesn't be? It's a know, magical, it's a magical, magical city, place, man. It? Yeah, it is. Rodrigo, you want to add anything about Disney World? <laughs> Disney World? <laughs> no. Um, you know, just the boys to have fun. That's what we want them to do. <laughs> if they no, win... Yeah. I'll tell Ted to take him to Universal uh, to go ride some rides. No kidding, man. <laughs> not not uh, Magic Kingdom? No. Nah, I don't oh, know. boy. <laughs> <laughs> we got Mickey Mouse in the house. Clip it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Pendejadas are free here. <laughs> you already know. Oh, Lord, that's hilarious. <laughs> don't get Mickey to start commenting on the game. Yeah, watch out, bro. We may get a. Uh, uh, they, oh, they're just knocking. We just got a lawsuit. We just got a lawsuit. Good job, guys. That's, we're gonna get demonetized. Oh, shit. But uh, yeah, funny. no, Rodrigo. Uh, obviously, Orlando City. You know, a good team. Um, I guess we can do predictions, man. What are you thinking? What are you thinking for this uh, Orlando City Houston Dynamo? Uh, I, I think they can keep the momentum going uh, from this last game. Obviously, you know, a lot more players saw the field. Um, but it's still, you know, good to see the morale. We saw um, teenagers so happy to lift the trophy. Like, I, I wish it was a real trophy. He said like, he was taking it to Zimbabwe, man. <laughs> But like he looks so happy, and I'm just like, like we need to give this guy a trophy, like a actual <laughs> legit trophy. But um, you know, I, I, it just seems like it means a lot for them to win, even if it's a cherry cup. I feel like with this momentum going forward, hopefully, as things are turning around and we can actually win away, this would be what our third game to win away if we did. Um, hopefully, another showing like LA uh, Galaxy. You know, three that zero, would be that nice. Would be, that would be great. That'd be nice. That'd be um, a good Father's Day, man. It is Father's Day that weekend. For real? So that'd be a good gift. Better yes. than bring me a this is I went to Disney World and this, this is the shirt that I got you type of thing. You know, like, <laughs> give me all three points. We'll bag them. For real, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure, I think, uh, it can, it can be a gift for Ted. Shoot. No kidding. Three points. He's, He'll be like, "Hey, I'm buying Orla- I'm buying Disney World as well." <laughs> <laughs> it's a magical place. Oh man, uh, I'm gonna be Debbie Downer, <laughs> I guess. And biscuit. I- I'm gonna I'm gonna say a draw. I think we'll get a a one one. I'll go with one one. Uh, and uh, you know, obviously, we know Dustin's always gonna put a loss, so at least we yes. don't have to be that negative ourselves. <laughs> Shout out to Dustin. But I think I think a one one, and I think that. Uh, We'll probably get like a later goal. We'll probably end up probably losing most of the game one zero, and then we'll get like Pasher in there, and somebody will score a goal to tie it up. There you go. What are you thinking, Christian? And I, w- I was actually going in the in the offensive route. You know, just thinking about the whole midweek game that they have. 
And I was going to say 2-1 us, but I think I'm going in the same route of a, of a tie. But it's going to be a 2-2 for me. I think I think there's going to be a little bit more scoring. I have a feeling that Orlando, like, they're a little bit aggressive. And, I mean, we're going to have to try and catch up with them. But, yeah, kind of like the same mentality. Like, we're going to ruining their night with a tie at the end, hopefully. But 2-2 hey, for me. Those are the best ones, I think, when yes. you're playing away. You're, you think you got out three points. And then you tie. Uh, we've gotten that way too many times that Dynamo fans going the opposite and then, way. And, so. then, and then Mickey Mouse is going to come out and he's going to say, oh. <laughs> 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 Yeah, pretty much. Oh, Lord, he's going to say, oh, fudge. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want me to do the remaining episode like that? Yeah, pretty much. That'd be hilarious. Oh, that'd be uh, dude, no kidding. That would be funny. But... All right, guys. You know this has been a this has been a good episode. Well, if Orlando FC, or what, what are they called? Orlando, Orlando City, aren't they? Orlando, Orlando City. City. God dang, this what is what happens. Uh, you gotta cut that. Yeah, no, it's gonna make it, bro. This is all. It's gonna make it. Except we're not. This is not Mickey. His name is Mikael. <laughs> Miguel. Miguel. El Raton Miguel. That's what it is. Miguel El Raton. All right, well, Christian, if you want to tell the people how they can uh, connect with us, man. Oh, Lord. It's been a while since I've done this, so hopefully I get it right. But you can uh, find everything and anything at dynamotheory.com. You can always, you know, shoot, at, shoot us an email at dynamotheorypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, at dynamotheory on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Chris Putalias. You can find me, or not me, but you can find Rudy at Rudy Segura 3 there you go. And then Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura 01. So hit us up, dynamotheory.com. Man, we have breakfast links. Uh, we have di- the Dynamo Tuesdays. We have uh, like well, on game days, you get to pick the lineup. We have like literally almost every day something new is, is jumping on there. So if I was you, I would go, you know, stay, stay there. A lot of information, a lot of uh, interaction with the fans. So hopefully you guys are yeah. having fun with that. Do it now before people say you jumped in because of Ache Ache. I'm just exactly. saying, you know. Yes. We've been here before Ache Ache. Like the Dynamo is going to be like, you know, like the Bible. Not the Bible, but like when they say BC <laughs> and, you know, like before Christ and after Christ, we're going to be, you know, before A-H-H and B-H-H, before Ache Ache and after Ache Ache. Pretty much, man. So we're going to we're gonna go up to every fan and we're going to be, are you a BFA? <laughs> you BFA? No, right? <laughs> B H H or A H H, right? And they're gonna be like, "What the? F- what before I change or after?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that should right. be a thing. We should change our 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 Twitter handles to you know our names and then put B H H before I change. I'm telling so we you, know who the real one is. Ah, oh, Rodrigo, before <laughs> another pendejada comes up. <laughs> you feel like closing us out, man. I, I think right. Mickey Mouse wants to close us down. Yeah, I think he does too. So, <clears throat> oh boy! Thank you, Houston Dynamo fans, for listening. And remember to always hold it down and keep it forever orange. <laughs> oh, Let's <my> go. <laughs>